Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I've been slacking this week, uh, however. Well, it's not my fault, but the uh, coverage of the Democratic National Convention. I was only on one time this week. Uh, this is my second show this week, so thanks for uh, for checking out the Friday edition. we got a big show. Rita Rudner is going to be coming up uh, next half hour, but uh, our first guest tonight, he is at the Punchline this weekend, Punchline Comedy Club in Buckhead. He is a stand-up writer, actor, producer, author, director. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, now. I don't know if half of those are correct, <laughs> but that's fine. He is Keith Alberstadt. He joins us on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, Keith? I'm great, Mark. Thank you for pronouncing that correctly. Yes, well, my German is very, uh, not- <laughs> very good. That's not a given in this industry. No. German was actually offered in my high school as a, as a language. Okay. Isn't that rare? <laughs> really? I thought so. And did anybody take it? My buddy EJ. Okay. Eric John. Just one, one person. <laughs> one guy. The class was one yeah, person. One guy. Attendance was fast. We had, uh, <laughs> is, so I, I took all over. I took Latin, <laughs> a year of Latin, a year of Spanish, and a year of Italian. Um, and then in college, I took two years of Italian. But we offered German in high school. Did you, was that offered where you were It, it was not. You're like the Rosetta Stone <laughs> starter kit. So you, you grew up in Nashville. I did. Nash Vegas. I, so you're you're coming back south. Your first time doing stand-up in Atlanta or no? Have you been Oh, no, no, no. The, uh, the, the old punchline was one of the first clubs I ever performed at. The iconic club. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. So it's good to be back in, in a new location. Looking Very for, cool. It's, gonna, it's a great weekend. It's yeah, the new weekend. location, by the way, is in the Landmark Diner. Um, in Buckhead, Peachtree at Piedmont. Uh, it's a great little uh, little venue there. It is. With an amazing menu, too. I yeah. Mean, you can get some crazy-ass food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's great to be back in the South. You know, I live in New York now. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it's great. It's just, you know, there's a huge difference sure. between Nashville and New York. People, people get annoyed very easily up there. <laughs> you uh, even your friends. Like, here's for example, I have asthma. That, nobody cares about asthma if they don't have it, yeah. especially in New York. After one recent asthma attack, my own friend rolled his eyes and goes, man, you've got to get that asthma under control. I'm like, get it under control. I'm not addicted to asthma. Uh, I don't think you know how this works. That's uh, that's tough. I could see where it could be annoying, though. Not maybe your buddy, not so much, but if, like your wife or your girlfriend, if like you're always having to pull out, do you have one of those inhaler things? Oh, yeah. How uh, often do you have to use the inhaler guy? It's... <laughs> 
it's uh, uh, you know when I exercise or or when I uh, every I sneezed into an asthma attack. <laughs> really? Once. Every yeah, it's uh, I'm a very loud, abrupt sneezer, which I think you should. It's a good way to it's, flush it's out. To get it's it flush out. it up exactly. the system. Exactly. Ever, like a silent sneezer. People that like. <clears throat> Yeah. Those are very creepy people. They die early. Like, That's bad for the uh, like you're just, You can hear the blood vessels just <laughs> rupturing in their head. But no, it's good to be back down here. Because, uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. We're, not, we're going back to asthma for a second. How long have you been as, an asthmatic? <laughs> my, pretty much my entire life. So at six, they say, Keith, you, you can't breathe worth crap. You have asthma. Here's an inhaler. Uh, it was probably in the uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade. I was diagnosed. And they give you yeah. one of those little... <laughs> Squirt oh yeah, I've had an inhaler ever since. The uh, this is fascinating to me. <laughs> what the, is fascinating? The science of the inhalers has it changed since seventh grade? Because I would imagine technology has made those inhalers much more uh, effective, right? No, it's, it's all steroids now. Is it really? Yeah, I average a hundred home runs a year. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah, does, is it more effective though? I mean, does it get better? Yeah, it's better. It's better. It's but better. it's basically. The it's same. I mean, it was it was brutal. Do you when have I was it with you? Do you have it in another way? I, I don't. That's see, that's just wrong. I, I don't. Then you are a weak. You know, you're not a full fledged asthmatic. I'm not. Uh, I'm not prepared. Like if people the, are that are allergic to bees, they always have the yeah. the thing with them, the EpiPen or whatever. <laughs> right. You just left your uh, your inhaler. Yeah, the show. I, I don't I don't plan on uh, running up any stairs while I'm here in, <laughs> well, in the studio. Stick around, we're gonna we're gonna uh, work you out. Uh, but keep, it, but but, gr- but growing up, let me yeah. I'll tell you, it wasn't just me that that struggled with with asthma. Mm-hmm. My dad hated it, and it wasn't because I couldn't breathe. It was because I was so sarcastic with my chores. Like mow the grass? Yeah, I'll do that, Dad. Let me grab my oxygen tank and my allergy mask. I'll <laughs> so start the mower. You dial nine. <laughs> when you see me collapse, hit one one. So you used it as a crutch, basically, <laughs> yeah. as, as an excuse to get out of things. Yeah, at a chore, sure. Seen, Why uh, wouldn't I? Have you seen the show uh, The Night of on HBO? No. Great new series. You got to. Uh, you get, it's an eight part true crime series. Not true crime, whatever. Okay. Um, it's like Law and Order, but R rated. Yeah. Um, and the main character is an asthmatic. That's the only reason why. <laughs> He left his, this uh, is what fascinates you <laughs> exactly. about, about asthma. He, he left the inhaler at the crime scene, so it's it's you know exhibit A. This is the first time anybody's been fascinated <laughs> with asthma. You only get this on the Mark Aram right. show, by the way. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Keith Alberstadt is in studio. He's the punchline this weekend. Tickets available, I think, online at punchline.com. Um, doing uh, you know the crack uh, Mark Aram show research staff doing research on you before you came in here. Uh, did they get this correct? You used to write for Saturday Night Live. I was a, a, a freelance contributing writer for Weekend Update. No kidding. For seven so seasons. how does that yeah. work? Because um, obviously, in the in the comedy world, Saturday Night Live is is a big, uh, you know, driving force for a lot of folks. How did you get involved in that? Uh, I just submitted a packet back in uh, 2007, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, they said thanks, but uh, but no thanks. Okay. <laughs> and then in '08, um, I, uh, I sent another packet. And uh, they were willing to look at it again and say, "This is great." So, Welcome when aboard. you say packet, what just writing samples, jokes? What are you sending? Yeah, out? it was just news jokes. Okay, you know that they you basically uh, you write whatever's topical in the in the time frame they give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a writing audition, is what yeah. it is. And so, I submitted about I don't I think it was like twenty twenty five news jokes that covered everything from sports, uh, news, entertainment, yeah. everything. 
um yeah and they said uh yeah this... and, and you try to write it in the in that style that you know oh sure yeah update is, is yeah that setup punch you know you, you try to like, tap into that that vein of yeah. of their voice and you just send that to like lauren michaels or who do you no there's a uh the head writer for okay. uh for update so they get so they they contact you say all right good stuff you're not freelance do you do you just sit at home and send jokes in yep. or you get to go to uh, nope. The studios and do any no no nothing nothing at thirty rock yep <laughs> it was me and the inhaler me the inhaler and the laptop That's kicking true. back having fun now I don't want to I mean you don't have to answer this if you don't want but is is that good money being you know being I would think that's pretty decent to to write jokes for Saturday well it's a freelance writer yeah it's uh it's a labor of love yeah. I mean it's a, you, they they only pay you if they if they use sure if they use a joke so um, yeah it was. Um, it was fun doing it. Yeah, it was I a bet. blast. It Did was, you ever get to go to see the, a show or anything? I went to one live show yeah. and one dress rehearsal. Okay, both and awesome. Very cool. Who was if the, you get uh, the opportunity, you gotta you gotta go. Who it, is it, the? I once dated a girl in college, Trisha Loria. Um, what's under, up, Trisha? Uh, I, I, I've, I've got my own <laughs> issues with Trisha Loria, but I only dated her because her sister was like an associate producer at Saturday Night Live, and she would uh, get us tickets <laughs> to go. And I went to school in Poughkeepsie, so we just took the train down. Yeah. Um, but after a couple times, I was like, all right, this is enough Enough of you, Trisha Loria. Yeah. I've had my feelings at Saturday Night Live. It's tiny. It's a small studio, and it's but it's such a an amazing thing to witness. Yeah. You know, like between the scenes, you see everybody, uh, you know, they're running around, they're getting ready for the next scene, and... Uh, props being moved. It's it's fascinating. Did you ever want it to to be on Saturday Night Live? To be? Can you do the improv kind of stuff like that? I thought about stand ups more is more up my alley. I, I you know I love writing and performing, uh, but no, never, I did improv for a little bit in Nashville. It's a different muscle. It's a totally different muscle, yeah. and you're uh, you, you know it's a it's a group thing. Um, so I, I just focus most of my attention and energy on stand up. The the only problem the the only reason I enjoy improv as far as performing is concerned improv more than stand-up is i i find it difficult to have to say the same material all the time maybe it's just because of of on radio we're off the cuff and right. it's basically two hours of improv every night I, I think it would be difficult for me to, to stand up and do the same comedy set three nights three times a night you know i just think i would I, w- I don't have that ability to make it funny every time it- it can get monotonous uh, yeah. if you let it. I mean, you just have to, you know, I'm always writing. I'm always yeah. working on new stuff and throwing it in there. So each show is different. I mean, I've got my, my uh, the normal jokes that I do, mm-hmm. um, but I'm always branching off doing different things, working on different ideas. So it's uh, that's how you keep it fresh. Yeah. And then you never know when an old, an existing joke is you're going to think of a tagline or you're going to think of something a, a new way to present thing. it how often do your it. sets go off the rails where you start and then <laughs> you just go somewhere totally different it happens it happens a lot Isn't that like that's the thing the i love though? about stand-up yeah. i mean it's uh it's a live performance you have a live audience there anything can happen really with uh you know whether it's somebody drops a tray of drinks you know yeah. god forbid or <laughs> Or uh, you know, there's a there's a celebration in the audience, and so you you, de- you deal with whatever you whatever's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like you're robotic going up on stage yeah. doing word for word script. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, there's still a live element to it. Keith Alberstadt in studio is at the Punchline this weekend. How long have you been doing stand up? Uh, f- about 
14 years. 14 years. Yeah. What's the smallest audience you ever performed in front of? Three people. Three people. Where was that? That was at Dangerfield in New York City. <laughs> really? Only yeah. Was there a snowstorm or something? Yeah. No. It was like just the middle of the week, and they just had a small crowd that night. Three people? Three people from, uh, and they were visiting from Great Britain. <laughs> So we had fun with it. We I did, would imagine. You know, it was every, you just throw your your set out the window. At that oh, point, pretty much. Just, yeah. I mean, you try to incorporate a joke if something <laughs> you know if it makes sense to do at that time. Yeah. But yeah, you just you just have to roll with it. Every comic went up there and had as much fun as they could. Three people. There was there were some highs. There were some lows. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's comedy. All right. What about the biggest audience um, that you've you've played in front? Probably. Of? I mean, it was thousands of. Uh, this was this was in Kuwait. What? Yeah, I'd, I've done a, in front of the troops. Uh, yeah. or just Kuwaitis. J- yeah, just uh, just Kuwait. Yeah, Kuwaiti. There's a there's a funny bone, <laughs> funny bone Kuwait. No, uh, yeah, I've done tours for the troops overseas, that's, that's and, awesome. and there's a there's a camp. It's called Camp Arif John. It's mm-hmm. it uh, at the time, uh, I think through the course of the war, but at the time it was the base that everybody, uh, all the troops went through before entering Iraq. Sure. So uh, that particular night, I mean, there were thousands, thousands. This was 2005. Wow. It was outdoors. That's the heart of it all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kuwait. Outdoors, uh, yeah, it was It was great. That was my first tour, actually. I've done funny about eight. In Kuwait. Funny bone Kuwait, <laughs> yep. Uh, Two drink minimum. Keith's at the Punchline this weekend. I highly recommend you go see and his inhaler. Uh, at the punchline, punchline.com for tickets. Can you hang out one more segment? Absolutely. All right. Keith Alberstadt in studio. Uh, coming up next on the Mark Aram Show after Keith, we're going to have uh, little old Rita Rudner in here as well. So stick around. More to come. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Here I come. You can't hide. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. I uh, slacked off considerably this week. Only uh, two live shows because of the uh, DNC. But we're back full bore next week, Monday through Friday here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. If you don't have plans this weekend, you do now. Go see uh, Keith Aberstadt tomorrow at the Punchline. Shows at 6, 8, 10. Something like that, Keith? 6, 8, 10, I believe, yes. All right. Uh, punchline.com. Obviously, everyone's in love with you now and your inhaler. Um, if they want to follow you on social media, websites, where can we get in touch with you? My website is keithcomedy.com, and all my social media links are right there. All right. Keith Comedy. Keith Alberstadt on Twitter, so good luck spelling that. A-L-B-E-R-S-T-A-D-T. That's correct. I'm only, only saying Or just that. go to keithcomedy.com and click on the Twitter. Are link. you going to get back home to Nashville? Do you still have family in Nashville? I still have family in Nashville, yep. That's a great town, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I miss it. But I, I still have family there, so I visit quite often. I went, I went last year for the first time. I had a great time. You went last year for the, you've been in Atlanta, and yeah. you, you've only been to Nashville one yeah. time? Yeah, isn't that weird? Because I'm, de- I'm not a country music guy. Yeah, there's I so much more to Predators. I went to see a Predators yeah. game up there, which Preds. was really cool. But the biggest disappointment, though, I don't know if you've been back there, um, the, uh, the Pickers store. Have you seen the Pickers store? American Pickers show on, on oh, A&E? Okay. They have a store there now in Nashville. And okay. that was a disappointment. That's all. I like the show, but the, sh- the store was like, there was nothing there. And it was, was a garage sale. It was basically, but a bad one. <laughs> yeah. A bad, expensive garage sale. That Aside from that, Nashville was fantastic. Uh, great music, I'm glad obviously. it treated you well. Um, the hockey was good. Um, just a very friendly place. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. All right. <laughs> and New York is friendly, too. Yeah. But, Astoria, uh, Queens. But What's yeah. your favorite restaurant in Astoria, Queens, where you live now? Oh, gosh. 
Uh, that's a good question. Good, they have good Greek. They used to have good Greek. Yeah, we just there. went to my girlfriend, well, fiance, and I. We just went to a, thank you. We just went to a a, a good uh, Greek place the other day, but I can't remember the name of it. All right, you take the seven train in, right? No, N? the the N, the N, the right. N. Up a while towards Ditmars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't take Queensbridge. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah, if you're driving, Queensbridge gets all jacked up. All right, Keith, always a pleasure, Keith comedy you would yeah you're a traffic guy yeah you would throw that in there i have to, well, I go yeah. back to don't that. take the bridge <laughs> take <laughs> if the you can avoid it. tunnel you take the tunnel not the bridge okay it's right. very, uh, very important good. important safety tip uh keith great to have you in man great to be here um well i'll, I'll try to come down and, and see you tomorrow at the club please do all right. you have three shows to choose from six eight and ten that's correct punchline.com all right, stick around. News, weather, and the aforementioned traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. show um legendary comedian do i say that or do i just say comedian what's well the i always now? say comedian because it's easy to spell when <laughs> you start with comedian is there are there two n's are there two e's it's i don't understand word. i'm not a good speller when i was in school i always dotted my e's just in case I was wrong. So <laughs> I just did say comedian because I know it's I-A-N. I Let's to, simplify life. All right. So we'll just go gender neutral comedian. Yeah. But legendary makes me sound really, really old. And I am. But don't make me sound it. <laughs> How about a uh, super talented comedian? No. I'm hardworking. 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 Salt of the earth comedian. Hardworking high healed. <laughs> That's it. She is Rita Rudner. She is at the punchline. She joins us on the Mark Air Show. First off, welcome. I, I'm I'm really excited to meet you in person. This is fantastic. Well, thank you. It's very nice to be here. I just started doing a few gigs um, out on the road again, and um, I've been in working in Las Vegas for 12 years. I've seen you in Las Vegas. Yeah, oh, 12 years, and it was good, and I loved it, and it was good because I was raising my husband, I raising my daughter, and it's good when you um, are in Vegas, you get to live a normal life if you're a comedian because you take a car to work instead of a plane, and you're well-rested <laughs> in the audience has jet lag is so it, is it's it really good because I, I i like Las. i'm a poker player i like Ooh, las vegas a lot right i've never um been outside of the casino oh really yes i i never see daylight i'm in the casino and i go to the airport i don't do the clubs i don't sightsee nothing i well you know what casino. we have something not in common I've never seen a poker table. Really? Because I go into the back way into my theater, and it was the greatest job because I would go to work at 7 at night, and I could be home by 10, 
and take my kid to school the next morning and, at the, you know, and pick her up from school. And, and then Celine copied me and <laughs> she decided that she, it would be her idea. She d- gave all these, oh, yes, now I do the I am a regular person. And I think she stole it from me so and here's, I'm suing. So here's a funny story. Yes. I used to play poker with her now departed husband uh-huh. at Caesars. Oh, yeah. He was a big poker yeah, player. Yeah, really nice guy. Not a great poker player, but a really nice guy. But I guess when you have that much money, you just, whatever, you don't even yeah, care. Yeah, what do you care? Yeah. You're very happy all the time. But I always call that I call that the rich fog because sometimes <laughs> like I meet people who are so rich they're walking around and their head is like a little tilted up and they're in a fog because it's just they've got too much too money. Too much money. Yeah. So I got to see your show. I was playing poker at the Venetian, Ooh. which is a, a major poker room. It's oh, a great poker okay, room. Oh, okay, good. And I, I was coming off like a 20-hour session. Oh, which, you're so ta- you're talented. Well, You've got a good poker face. I do have a good poker yes. face. It's not a good face in general. I can tell right. See, you don't table. you don't like me, but I can't tell. <laughs> Cuz you look happy now. And, and the, the manager of the poker room gave me tickets to your show oh what a nice guy yeah, wasn't that cool yeah and uh, then i was there and i was funny and i bet i was in a gown and in high heels and i did my show and then i went I home you were in a, a uh, bikini oh yeah right that's me <laughs> i have my bathing suit burka that i wear on uh, the beach every uh, every summer it's fantastic so so rita rudner's in studio she's at the new punchline location it's on uh, the corner of Peachtree and Roswell Road, right in Buckhead at the Landmark Diner. Um, I, I had George Wallace, who did a long stint in he Vegas He absolutely as well. did, yes. Um, he, uh, he recently gave it up. Are, do, you miss, do you miss Vegas living Well, there? he had a different story. Okay. Because, you know, what happened with George is he fell off a stage or something. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had a big lawsuit going on, and he won lots of money, and he decided he would stay home for the rest of his life. I got you. Make that makes it simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I did was I raised my child, and when she got to be around 10 or 11, um, my husband and I were in the doggy park, because mm-hmm. we had a dog. It's not okay. that we just go <laughs> to the doggy park. There. No, we, we had a dog, mm-hmm. and our, we were playing with the dog in the doggy park with our child, and they, it was windy. And all of a sudden, all these pamphlets flew in to the doggy park with all the naked women on it. Oh, no. And with all the stars in various places on their body. And then when we were, I was going to work one day, I was in back of the the, uh, girls for a night truck. You know, mm-hmm. come, I'll, I'll come sit. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll come play with you. I've heard of and, those. Yeah, you've heard I'll of those. I'll come play with you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play Legos yeah, in Yeah, we'll come play with you. Mr. Convention guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it just wasn't the best atmosphere, I felt, or and uh, for my daughter sure. to uh, be a teenager yeah. in Las Vegas. I understand. And one of my friend's daughters had just been arrested. <laughs> well, she the had... The signs were pointing. Yeah, the, the signs were pointed, pointing towards, let's leave Las Vegas. So yeah. we decided that um, we would... We would uh, not move permanently, but we have a house now. I still work in Las Vegas. I work at the Red Rock Casino. Oh, okay. Uh, four times a year, and um, we so have. You live in L.A. I no. We have a house in on the beach. We live on the beach. It is so good. There are quite a few beaches in this country. Dana Point in uh, like in Niguel, uh, Laguna Niguel. No, I in mean, Laguna Beach. You don't California. know Laguna Beach in That's, California. Yes, okay. Well, go <laughs> on the beach it and it's pretty, and all the people are nice. So we live there, but I still Beautiful. work a lot. Yeah. But I don't do every single night anymore, like I did for twelve years. Was, was Vegas a grind? Just going out and, and doing your act? Never a grind. Always no. a privilege. Okay. Yeah, I th- I just think I do the greatest job in the world that I get to. Even if I've had a rough day, and you. You know, somebody has uh, hit my car. 
and somebody's called me a name, I go to my show and everybody laughs and everybody's happy and we leave we we leave refreshed. So I think it's a privilege to be a comedian. Well, I, I love the I love your outlook. Rita Rudner in studio. You came up for me in what I considered the golden age of stand up. Um, Absolutely, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, because the only, when I was a kid, and I've talked about this a lot on the air. Stand up. I didn't know what stand up was mm -hmm. until I got HBO. Right. And then HBO comes along, and I'm you know twelve, thirteen years old, mm -hmm. and I'm laughing. Every time I turn on the TV, and I'm like, these these people are geniuses, and and that was the around the time when when you Absolutely. popped up on HBO. Well, you know what happened? It was listen listen to this word, everyone, and I didn't go to college. <laughs> a confluence. Oh, very nice. Of events has a good word. Yeah. And what happened was it was the ad um, advent. Is that the right mm -hmm. word of cable? Correct. And they didn't have any money. So what is a cheaper form of entertainment than a person standing in front of a brick wall with a microphone? That's I mean, yeah. no one could build a set. Nobody could have a director. The camera crew had to be minimal. So comedy came along, stand-up comedy and cable television were meant for each other because of the economics. That's, I never even put two and two together That's like what that. happens. So they were just uh, cheap filler. Cheap, we were cheap, early cable. or cheap fodder. <laughs> we were filler fodder. So who, who, who did you come up through the ranks with? Uh, Everybody that's, um, you, you know, well, uh, Jerry, mm -hmm. Jerry Seinfeld and Bill Maher and Roseanne and Paula Poundstone, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. I, I've all, watched all their specials. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, all the all the um, let's see, Paul Reiser. Yeah, everybody. We were just like little a little group, and we went from club to club, and it was really fun. In fact, I wrote my first novel called Tickled Pink, which you would like, <laughs> and uh, it was on the bestseller list for a while. Sure. I wrote it a while ago. It was a, a novel set in the '80s in the comedy clubs, and I did a play. My husband and I. Um, we transferred it in, or we uh, wrote it uh, as a play and mm. did it in a theater in Laguna, and it was really fun. So uh, it was. It was a very special time. So you've you've branched out. So, uh, you know, the comedians you just mentioned, of course, I, I love all of them that you came up with mm. and saw all their specials. A lot of them branched off into acting. You branched off into writing. Mm -hmm. Did, uh, for, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've, you've never really had a major acting presence, right, in movies Never. And I don't really enjoy it, acting. I love writing, mm -hmm. and I love stand-up. And I've done little things. I've done... Uh, I did a movie called Peter's Friends that I wrote with my husband, and then a movie called Thanks, which we filmed in our house. It's not a porno. And... <laughs> uh, a movie called Weekend in the Country. I like working with my husband. Yeah. And well, who's your husband? Tell us. Oh, your my husband husband's is. Martin Bergman, and I met him because he produced comedy shows, and he paid me, and then I married him, and we've been very happy ever since. You call him Marty? No, I'm not allowed to. He's English. Oh, okay. So, so I proper. have to call him Martin, I, otherwise he doesn't turn around in America. Yo, Marty! What's, and he's, what are the, Hello, yes, Martin. the sweet names that you and your your husband call each other? Does he call you baby or or honey or just puppet? Rita? Puppet. Puppet. I love it. Oh, That's puppet. An puppet, yes. Very nice. Hello, Puppet. Yes, he's yes. a very English guy. But my favorite thing was my daughter. Um, he, she has these. She had this friend, and it was her best friend for a long time, and I didn't know her friend's mother's name. Mm -hmm. So I, it, I said, my, after she'd been to the house, you know, 40 times, I said, <laughs> Molly, what's Stephanie's mother's name? And she said, I don't know. And I said, well, what do you call her? And Mrs. she said, Johnson or whatever. No, she said, I call her, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm horrible with Every names, time so. I want her, I say, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> so I have, Miss, I have Mrs. Excuse Me. Very nice. Yes, but he, Puppet, that's a good name. But even, you know, when he speaks, everything is very uh, elegant, even when he's angry. How did you meet a British chap? Uh, he produced comedy shows. And he saw me at Catch a Rising Star, and he hired me to do a show in Scotland, in Edinburgh, which was, it's called the uh, Edinburgh Festival, and it was a f- the fringe show at the Edinburgh Edinburgh Festival, which I did. My brother's an actor. He uh, he did a play at the Edinburgh That's Festival. That's where, yeah. and it was uh, me and Larry Amaros, who I'm still friends with, mm-hmm. and Bill McCarty. And we did New York stand-up comedy. And that's when, I didn't date him for a while. I had a boyfriend. He had a girlfriend. And then I worked for him for a couple of years. And he moved to Australia to get away from his mother. And <laughs> he figured. That's a far away. Yeah, he said, that, that's a good distance to, <laughs> uh, to get away from my mother. That's a lot of buffers. Yeah, right she, she followed. Anyway, and I don't want to go into that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and um, he produced a show for me in Australia mm-hmm. with two other comedians, um, Richard Jenny and, again, Larry Amaros. And... Kelly, 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 I can't remember Kelly's last name, but I'll remember it after the show is over and I'll call you. (laughs) And uh, then he didn't have a girlfriend and I didn't have a boyfriend. And I said, hmm, let's see what happens over here. And And then it's been 28 years. Congratulations. Well, we've been together for 30 years, but it's been married for 28. That's that's awesome. Uh, Rita Rudner's in studio. Uh, So that's why I tell jokes about marriage. (laughs) I've been married a long time. That's a lot of material right there. Yeah, yeah. You look at marriage, there's a lot there. All right. Well, I'm excited for your show, Punch line 8 p.m. tickets available punchline.com uh, on the web well, I, I'm assuming tickets for I don't know you're a big name you probably sold out already so I don't know I'll call later I'll find out all and right. then again I'll call you home all right very cool can you hang out one more second yes I can all right. Rita Rudner in studio this is the Mark Aram show Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show in studio. Um, legendary. No, we can't say legendary. No, you say? stop it. Extremely talented. High-heeled, hard-working. High-heeled, hard-working, salt-of-the-earth comedian Rita Not Rudner. Not too much salt. It's bad for your blood pressure. But, yeah. Well, <laughs> our, we're at the age now where we have to watch I what we know, eat. I know. I got a blood test and I have high cholesterol, but luckily it's balanced out by low self-esteem. <laughs> that, that tips the scales. Yeah. I didn't know they had the self-esteem test. Yeah, they do. And so I've been taking Lostema because they have, a, <laughs> they have a medicine for everything now. So I recommend Lostema. I would imagine living, I could be the spokeswoman. Lostema. Living in the, on the left coast, all my friends that live on the left coast, they're all health nuts now. Really? They used to be the worst eating like big kielbasas and beer and now they're like i can't eat carbs what am i the only one here who's starting to feel a little bit sorry for gluten yeah i mean poor gluten what did gluten ever we you know what we shouldn't drop bombs from drones we should just drop gluten gluten because that is public enemy number one stay away from gluten everyone gluten is coming that's my new horror movie (laughs) gluten the gluten the the gluten is gonna get you return of gluten yeah i think it might have been chris rock had a a bit about uh lactose intolerance ah and he he said uh paraphrasing you know there's no starving child in Africa has lactose intolerance. You know what? I said the same thing. I don't think they're in um, third world countries are saying, do you have any Activia? <laughs> <laughs> Activia? Yeah. I love that. I jingle. don't think so. They're di- we're a little bit too obsessed with digestive um, digestive smoothness, I yeah. think. 
Come on, have a little indigestion. It's good for you. Here's one thing I will not take. I've got digestive issues, at, as loyal listeners of the Mark Aram Show know. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I make fun of you? No, not at all. Because I like to be nice. This is, uh, it's just something I deal with. It's Do you get to park in, in any special places? No, I get no. Digestive, I, I have a, digestive a plaque places? on the handicap stall here at the station. That's about it. But I cannot take a modium ever again. Oh, no. Have you ever tried a modium? Um, well, it's with a martini. No, I don't know. What is, I don't Imodium know. Imodium is like if you don't want to go again. Oh, yeah. And you won't Ever? go for five days. Oh, yeah, no. Which is more uncomfortable than going. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this. I'm sorry, Rita. Let's this talk is... about it some more. No, no, no. This is. I uh... have a joke because you have to follow everything, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't just do anything. You have to follow it. Sure. So I saw a little sign on the X-Lack said, you follow me on I said, I don't want to follow you. I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Out the drain. Yeah. Uh, this has been an honor and a privilege. Uh, seriously, a longtime fan. Not Thank you. Long, very, still... very, 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 very much. Real, real quick. How long are you going to do the the stand up thing? I like it as long as I want. Excellent. Yes, because I it's just the best job in the world. All right, I agree. Now that and being a mother. That I can't. Uh, you can't be a mother. I can't. Oh, Not okay. Yet. We'll try later. Not with the emodium. You could. You'd look at. You have a role model. You have Christine <laughs> Jenner, whatever her name is. What's her? Wait, uh, Bruce. Kath, Bruce. No, but Caitlin. She, Caitlin yeah. That's right. You have a role model. You can do I it. Can do it. All yeah. Right. Put on a dress. I will. Uh, Take some hormones. Come on. I'll think about it during the news break. Okay. All right. Read us at the punchline. Tickets we think available online at punchline.com. News, weather, and traffic next. Rita, thanks so much. No, thanking you. Great to meet you. You too. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram Show. I like your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.